Welcome to Finding Freedom with Inspire Wellness. I'm Gemma, a body image and food freedom coach, anti-diet advocate, and your ultimate hype girl. I'm here to empower you with inspiration, education, and motivation so that you can start living as your happiest and healthiest self, whatever that means to you. I spent years struggling with food, my body, and my mental health until I finally found freedom. Now I'm on a mission to make sure that nobody goes through what I did and to burn diet culture to the ground while I'm at it. I'm obsessed with helping women to ditch the diets, love their bodies, feel confident AF, create sustainable habits, improve their mindset and become their next level selves. So what are we waiting for? Let's do this. Hello everyone, welcome back to another episode. So today, as you would have seen in the title of the episode, I'm going to be giving you five questions to ask yourself when you're feeling shit about your body. Now, this has kind of come up because I had a bit of a realization the other day and it feels a bit like it's a bit of a weird realization to have. It feels like a weird thing to admit, a weird thing to talk about. But I realized that I don't actually really get bad body image days. That's just not a thing that I really get anymore, like very often at all. And it feels weird to admit it. It feels a bit ick to admit it because I know that that makes me sound like a lot less relatable, but I want you to hear me out. So it came up because I kept seeing other people in the body acceptance space saying things like, oh, I often have days where I don't like my body. So like, it's okay if you do too. And all of that kind of stuff, which is a great message. Absolutely. But then I realized that I just didn't really resonate with it. And I've absolutely used this myself as well. Like I've, I use this in the confidence code and I talk about this with clients. Like, yeah, you know, I also have times where I don't feel good in my body, but I think that I've realized that it seems to be a bit of this difference where there's people in the, like lots of people in the body positivity space being like, yeah, you know, some days I just want to wear trackies and a big baggy t-shirt and just not like my body for the day. I have a bad body image day or I have a week where I don't like my body. And I've realized that that's not the case for me. Like sometimes I have moments. Yes, I definitely get moments sometimes, but it doesn't stretch into a whole day (laughs) at all. Like it doesn't affect me for very long. Like my bad body image moments, like five minutes max. And again, like it feels weird saying this. It feels weird admitting this, but I think it's important to talk about. And you know me, I'm all about being honest and open and authentic and all of the buzzwords. But yeah, I wanted to talk about it. And I mean, When I had this realization, I did do a bit of a deep dive into my thoughts, my beliefs, because we love doing that. I love doing that. And I really wanted to kind of analyze. I was like, well, hang on. Like, am I fooling myself? Do I actually have them, but I don't let myself feel it? Or, you know, is this even true? And why do I feel icky admitting this? And is there maybe something wrong with how I feel about my body? Like, maybe I should be having more bad body days. I don't know. But I came up with a bit of an answer for myself from all of this reflecting I realized that, first of all, no, there is nothing wrong with me. No, I'm not fooling myself. I get why I feel icky admitting it. But basically, the reason why I don't have bad body image days, why that's not really a thing for me, is because I'm constantly putting into practice what I teach. I talk the talk, I walk the walk. I am always, always, always doing these things that I get my clients to do. I'm always focusing on my mindset, my thoughts, my reactions, and also those responses to negative voices that pop up in my head. When they come up, I'm doing the work. I'm not just 
getting sucked into it or react, letting it really affect me like I used to. I'm not responding to it like I used to. So yes, while I have those occasional bad body image moments and that voice occasionally does pop up in my head, I'm not saying it doesn't, but I don't let it stretch into full days because I'm doing the work. Like I'm always doing the work. And the difference is that now I do the work automatically. I don't really have to concentrate on, okay, no, Gemma, say kind things about your body or like, no, let's shift that thought. Let's shift that belief. I don't really have to do that anymore. I've done that. I've done that so many times. I've done that a bajillion times and practice makes perfect. So now I'm at the point where I automatically do this and it's effortless and I don't have to put in that effort instead of consciously really needing to make those changes, putting in a conscious effort to do it. So I don't say this to be like, oh, look at me. I don't have these anymore. No, I'm better than everyone else. No, that's not what I'm doing. I'm more showing you this is like, this is proof that what I do works. This is proof that you can get to the point where you don't really have bad body image days. Yes, again, you'll probably have some little moments. The voice will still come up, but you won't get sucked into it. You won't respond to it in the same way you are now. And you can get yourself out of it really, 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 really easily, like really easily, effortlessly, I think is the right word here. So And I mean, of course, it hasn't always been this way for me. You guys, if this is your first episode of the podcast, (laughs) interesting one to come in on. But if you've listened to this, you know that I used to not just have bad body image days. I used to have a bad body image life. I spent 16 years hating my body, struggling with my body constantly 24-7. And then, you know, that shifted once I started doing some work and I was having lots of bad body image days. They were all of the time. But now it shifted again and again and again. And the more you put it into practice, the more you do this work the easier it gets. So you might be listening to this and you might be in the phase where they do pop up regularly and you're, you know, you're having lots of bad body image days or bad body image moments. So I really wanted to use this episode to give you some questions to ask yourself on those days. So these are questions that I've found really, really helpful throughout my journey. And I do just want to say before we dive into the questions, first of all, it is normal to have these days or these moments. So I know I've just said that I don't have them, but I have, I have in the past. So it is totally normal to have these moments. And if you listen to this podcast, you're probably not someone who is in the same place that I am, unless you just, you know, really froth listening to this stuff, despite being totally past it and not needing it. So you probably do have those moments and it is normal. It's so normal to have them on your journey. So it's really normal not to love the way your body looks all of the time. It's really normal to have negative thoughts pop up occasionally like you're not broken. You're not going backwards on this body acceptance journey. If that's something that you're working on. Cause I feel like a lot of people think that when they do have them, it means they're a failure or it means there's something wrong or it means they're doing something that they shouldn't be doing. And that's just not the case. So I just wanted to start there. So first, first step before you ask yourself the questions is to really validate if you're having a shitty moment with your body and go, this is okay. I'm a human. I am normal. This is natural for this to happen and it's going to get easier. So Without further ado, let's dive into those five questions that I want you to ask yourself whenever you're feeling shit about your body. So question number, okay, well, question number one's a two-parter question, but I'm counting this as one question, despite the fact that it's two. (laughs) Question number one is, what are three positive things about me that have nothing to do with my body? So when you have this crappy moment with your body, when you've got that negative thoughts popping up, when you're looking in the mirror and you're not liking what you see, and you're just going about yourself... I want you to stop and I want you to ask yourself straight away, what are three positive things about me that have nothing to do with my body? So I think it's so important to validate that we are a human outside of our bodies. Our bodies are the least interesting thing about us. 
So there are so many other important aspects to you. So what do you like about yourself or what's something positive about you? Are you a good friend? Are you funny? Are you amazing at your job? Are you a good dog mum? Are you a loving partner? Are you charismatic? Are you optimistic? What are you? What are these good things about you that have nothing to do with your body? And then once you've got those three things, I want you to ask yourself, are these things any less true today? Because when we're having that shitty moment with our body, it's easy for it to become all consuming. And it makes you feel like that is the most important thing about you and nothing else matters. All this other good stuff about you just gets chucked in the bin because it's like, well, screw that because I have gross thighs. It sounds so silly when we say it out loud, but this is what we do. So we invalidate all of these other really important, really wonderful things about ourselves just to focus on the negativity around our bodies. So it's bringing them back into the awareness. And are they any less true today? No, they're not. (laughs) You're not any less funny because you don't like your thighs. You're not any less of a good friend because you've got cellulite on your stomach. Like none of these things are any less true today. So you are still all these good things about yourself. So it's about bringing the focus back to them and really weighing up those two things, the dislike that you're currently feeling for your body and the things that you do like about yourself. And it's kind of going, okay, well, why, why is this one more important than that one? Why do I think that it's more important the way that my body looks than all of these other things? So it's putting it, it's a bit of perspective basically for this first one. So that's your one and 1.2 because it's two questions technically, but we're counting it as one. Okay. Question number two is if I could snap my fingers and fix, quote unquote, fix my body to look the way that I think it should or the way that I want it to, or if I could snap my fingers and be happy in my body, which would I choose? And this was a question that really landed for me when I first heard it or when I first thought about it back when I was really struggling with my body. And I think, I mean, the way it was framed to me was, If I had the option to lose 10 kilos or the option to be happy in my body, which would I choose? But I didn't want to put a kilo figure on it for this. So anyway, basically that really landed for me because I was like, oh, I think it was the first time that I, it truly hit home because I knew it, I knew it logically. I've been told it a million times, but you know, something just needs to be said a certain way. Sometimes it was the first time that it really landed that losing the weight wasn't the thing that was necessarily going to make me happy because I had this belief that yeah, when I lose 10 kilos, I will be happy. That's what it'll take. But if I had the option to choose to just be happy in my body, would I not just choose that? Why would I be focusing on this weight loss and hoping it leads to happiness when I could just focus on happiness directly? So this was like, yeah, it was such a game changer for me. And I love asking this question to clients because The point here is like, you are not guaranteed to be happy in your body. If you change the way that it looks, we think that that's going to lead to happiness. And we think that that's what we need to do to become this happy or confident or worthy version of ourselves, but you're not guaranteed to be happy there. In fact, there was a 2014 study done at the university college in London, and they found that participants who lost 5% or more of their initial body weight over a four year period were 52% more likely to report a depressed mood than those who stayed within 5% of their original weight. And this was done on, I hate these terms, but overweight and obese people. So, you know, this study doesn't mean that you're going to feel depressed if you lose weight, but it's statistical evidence towards the fact that weight loss does not equal happiness. It is not the thing 
that is going to lead to happiness 100% and that's your guarantee. And like, it makes sense because when we think about it, getting your goal body often involves uncomfortable or unenjoyable or just straight up difficult and painful methods to get there, like missing out on social occasions or counting calories, avoiding foods you enjoy, guilt and shame around food. So the process of getting there, getting to that goal and then maintaining it because you don't just get to stop and go back to normal when you get your goal body is a surefire way to feel pretty shitty. It's not a fun process. It's not a good time. Whereas if you work on feeling happy in your body, you're going to feel good. Working on happiness feels good. Of course it does. So that's a process of showing your body respect and appreciation. In that process, you're doing things that make your body feel good like moving it or fueling it with nourishing foods and getting quality sleep and all of these good kind of things like that. Do that process. That's an enjoyable one. The process of getting to the goal body is not an enjoyable one. That's not a fun time. So focus on the happiness. Look below the surface of this question and ask yourself what you actually want rather than just doing what I used to do at first and being like, well, if I fix my body, I will be happy because that's often not the case. And it's not guaranteed, absolutely not guaranteed. Whereas snapping your fingers to feel happy in your body, guaranteed, you're going to be happy. Why would you not choose that option? So again, this one's just about like changing your perception a little bit, really like reorganizing your priorities to what's important and what's actually going to make me feel good. Because right now I'm feeling pretty shit in my body. That's why I'm asking myself this question. Okay. Question number three is what would I do if I felt good in my body? So if you're feeling shit in your body, if you're not feeling good about it, you're feeling held back in some way. You probably feel like you can't do certain things. And these could be big things or these could be small things. Maybe it's just leave the house today. Maybe it's just feel good in what I'm wearing. Or maybe it's big stuff like go for my dream job, like like apply to go on that TV show. I don't know. There's so many different things. So what I want you to do is work out what those things are that you would do if you felt good about your body. If you felt good in your body, what would you do? And then do them. (laughs) This one's an action step. So take action. This is the missing piece for so many people. Like I'm all about mindset. We know this. I love mindset. We do the mindset work. And then a lot of people though, don't then take action from there and nothing changes if you don't take action. So do the thing. And maybe you can't do the whole thing. That's totally fine. Like maybe you're not going to go straight from go to woe because you're not ready yet. And that's fine. That's okay. You don't have to do the big giant, scary, oh my God, this is hectic action. You can do little action. You could do part of the action. So like, for example, let's say that your thing that you would do if you felt good about your body is to start dating again. You don't have to go and like book in a date and go out with five different guys. Just sign up for a Hinge profile. (laughs) That's it. Get a profile, put a picture of you on it. Done. Fill out those silly little prompts. There you go. That's some action. Maybe like the thing that you would do if you felt good about your body was train for and sign up for a half marathon. Instead of signing up for a half marathon, where maybe your body is not ready to run a half marathon, maybe you just go for a little jog or even just a little walk if you're not up to that yet. If you, the thing that you would do is you'd wear a bikini to the beach and you'd give zero fucks what anyone else thinks, just wear one at home while you vacuum the house. That's a great first step. You don't have to go all of the way. This is my point. You can do a little step towards it and prove to yourself that you can do those things and that your body isn't holding you back from them. There is no reason 
why you can't do something just because you don't like the way your body looks, just because you're uncomfortable with it. You can still do those things. And if you are being held back by your body, your body's not holding you back. You are holding yourself back. The fourth question to ask yourself is what would I say to someone I love who is feeling this way? So imagine your best friend is telling you that she's disgusting and she's worthless because of the size of her thighs. Or imagine that your little sister is telling you that she's never going to be loved because of the way her tummy looks. Imagine your partner is telling you that they hate themselves because of the number on the scales. Like that hurts, right? That hurts to think of them saying that. It hurts to think that someone you love could speak so poorly of themselves and could feel so negatively about themselves. So what would you tell them? If they said that to you, if they said all these things that you're saying to yourself and feeling the way that you're feeling right now, what would you say to them? What would you tell them about, I'm guessing how wonderful they are and how it doesn't matter what they look like and you love them anyway. Think of the things that you would say to them and then say that to yourself. Speak to yourself that way because there is absolutely no reason why you deserve any different. It's not okay for you to speak to yourself that way. Like, why do you deserve that? But they don't. There's no difference. And I imagine it's just as heartbreaking for them to think about you speaking to yourself that way. So speak to you. And I know it's I know that's such basic advice, but speak to yourself like you would a friend. Speak to yourself. You would like someone you love because you should love yourself. And I don't mean you have to love every part of yourself, but you should show yourself love. You should show yourself respect. That's what we're here to do. And everything changes when you can show yourself that same love and respect that you show other people because you deserve it just as much as they do. And the final question for you is how can I be kinder to my body today? So this is another action focus one. Cause like I said, the change comes when we take action. I want you to do the thing. Basically <laughs> that's my point here. So think about different ways you can be kinder to your body right now, different things that make you feel good. What makes you feel good in your body? What feels good in your soul? And this can be really handy as well. If you have a bit of a list ready to go, because sometimes in the moment when you're feeling shit about your body, when you're not liking yourself, it can be hard to think of these things. And you're like, I don't like anything. Nothing makes me feel good because I'm the worst. It's very easy to do that. So having this ready to go so that you've got something to fall back on so that you've got a bit of an action plan can be really great. So think of one of the things and then use this to consciously change your thoughts and behavior towards your body. So do something that is kind of for yourself. Maybe it's speaking to yourself more kindly. Maybe it's changing that self-talk in your head. Maybe it's having a bath. Maybe it's getting a massage. I don't know what makes you feel good and what makes you feel kinder towards your body. So for me, this is my kind of like go-to. And like I said in the beginning, I do this automatically right now. And it was actually when I was doing this one day that I was like, ah, that I kind of had that whole realization that I said before. So for me, I look at myself in the mirror and I speak to myself kindly because if my bad body image moments pop up, it's often like when I'm getting out of the shower, there's a full length mirror next to my shower. That's probably the most likely time that they're going to come up if they do. So I stop myself instead of going, oh, yeah, run away from the mirror. No, no, no. <laughs> I stop myself. I look in the mirror and I speak to myself kindly. I think things like, oh, cute tummy, because my tummy is the part of me that I've always been self-conscious of. That's my like, yeah, well, you know, you'd call them problem areas back in the day, but definitely not what I would classify it as now. But you know what I mean? The terminology. So I would look at myself in the mirror and be like, oh, look at my cute tummy, my cute, squishy tummy. 
And then I use like gentle touch as well to show my body some kindness. So in the past, when I was battling with my body, when I was not kind to my body, I used to like pinch rolls of fat or I would suck in my stomach as far as I could. That's not kind. That's not kind touch. That's not kind behavior towards my body. So now instead, I'm more likely to run my hands over my stomach gently or to stroke my hips, really just bringing in that gentle touch. For me, that feels kind. And then while I'm doing that, saying kind things about my body in my head or out loud because I live alone, so I can't do that. (laughs) But it depends. Saying kind things, giving like that gentle, kind touch to myself, that works for me. And that might work for you too, listening to that. You might go, oh, cool. That sounds good for me. Or you might be like, that's not my style at all, Gemma. I don't want to do that. And you don't have to. Find something that works for you. Something else is going to work. What makes you feel good individually? What feels kind to your body? So come up with that. Think about it and then do it. Put it into practice. Don't just think about it. Actually do something about it. So those are the five questions for you. So write them down in your phone, something like that. Note them down so you've got them ready to ask yourself for those moments where you're having just a bit of a shitty time with your body. (laughs) So you can ask yourself in the moment, reach for the ones that feel best for you or work through all five of them at at that time when you're not feeling good. And it's going to help you on that path to feeling better about your body. Now, I am going to be releasing something new on this topic soon. It's not ready yet, so I can't can't give it to you today. But if you have found this episode helpful, if this is up your alley with the things that you need assistance with, keep an eye out. Something new is coming. And I should also say something free is coming. It's going to be free for you because we're getting into the spenny time of year and I want to support you any way that I can, even if you can't afford to take on coaching or the confidence code or anything else like that right now. So keep an eye out. I will be announcing it. I will be here. But also on my Instagram is probably your best bet to be first in line to snap it up. I'm also working on guests for the podcast for the new year. So if there's anyone you want to hear interviewed, if you want to hear me talk to anyone at all, whether it's about their journey, whether it's to get their like guidance and their education, let me know if you think someone would be a good fit and I will do my absolute best to get them on. But one of the ways that I can get good guests on is by having more ratings on the podcast, more people subscribing. So if you want to support that way, feel free to do it. But DM me on Instagram with any suggestions you've got for new guests and I'll try and get them on. I'll see you next week.